Welcome to another episode of The Cubic Report. We've been talking with Dr. Roy Fouch, who's a licensed professional clinical counselor with a PhD in psychology. He has been on the podcast several times, and we did part one of this particular subject, which is delusions. And we wanted to finish up with this section here, which ends up on more of the spiritual side of solutions. But Dr. Roy Fouch covered several points of interest that lead to this subject that we'll be covering right now. So welcome back. Oh, thank you. Glad to be back. Um, yeah, just to kind of summarize in case some of you may have missed the first podcast. So I was explaining to uh, Mr. Kubik that, um, you know, I became interested, well, I'm in the mental health field, so I, I deal with delusions all the time, but they're usually mostly delusions that people have uh, who have mental illness or who are doing certain types of drugs that create delusional thinking or and delusions are a form of psychosis, which is a mental disorder that is out of touch with reality. And so we talked a little bit about those types of delusions, but then we also talked a little bit about how people can adapt certain beliefs or ideas about things that are, that are delusions as well, such as things that took place in Nazi Germany. Uh, when there were certain beliefs about the Jewish people and people, whole society became convinced that certain things were true that weren't true. Today, we have situations like over in Russia and Ukraine where the Russian government, and this is sometimes governments do this in all over the world in various time periods, you know, create scenarios or give opinions about certain things related to certain uh, ethnic groups or certain political groups, things that they believe uh, either to be true or ways to manipulate people to to get their uh, ends met, which might be power and control over a populace or whatever it might be. So some of these things become what we call fixed delusions or mass delusions. So we talked about those things. We talked about some of the, the ways to counteract delusions based on truth and knowledge that you can acquire uh, from other sources and not to be so tied into one source of information where you might be more easily manipulated, and just some of the emotional states that people are in, feelings of isolation, loss of control, whatever it might be, that are causing them to access certain information to empower themselves, give themselves a sense of identity, to help them be part of a group or a movement that empowers them, and how these are some of the uh, circumstances that lead to this. We didn't talk a lot about charismatic leaders who typically are activators of this sort of thing. So that oftentimes a person will be seen who can get people to believe certain things because of their character or personality and how people want to identify with that individual who's in a position of power and, and, and authority. And they want to be a part of him and they want to be like him or her, it could be. So, uh, but anyway, we, we talked about those things. And today we wanted to take a closer look at uh, what God has to say about these things. Mm -hmm. uh, so so what, does, what does God say is a source of these mass delusions? And also we'll take a look at what are some of the solutions. So if we look at, uh, to begin with, 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 11, we see where Paul states the following, and for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. 
So here we see a condition of people who, because they're not living according to the truth, they're not tapped into the truth, uh, and they're living contrary to the truth, they are much more susceptible. It isn't that God, in a sense, makes them believe something that's not true. It's just that their minds are more exposed to the wrong kinds of ideas because their minds aren't, aren't uh, engrossed in the truth. Instead, they're, they're much easier to be swayed by lies. And we know that the father of lies is Satan. So we know that behind all of these delusions, he is behind them because he wants to cause the destruction of the human race. So these strong delusions are basically things that he puts into the minds of, of, of people. He's been doing it from the beginning and probably will continue. Now, I, I liked what Barnes Notes said in talking about believing the lie. And here, here he states, as an explanation and clarification, people are left to believe imposters, to trust to false guides, to rely on unfounded information, to credit those who live to delude and betray the innocent and to follow those who lead them to ruin. So, you know, this is what's behind it. This is the goal that Satan has to cause people to believe a lie that will lead them to destruction. These things are going to be coming in greater numbers as we as we go through time, because Satan knows he has a little bit of time left. So he's putting out all stops to try to get us in a state of chaos. And we need to be prepared and have some reply to that or some response to that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Otherwise, we can be we can be pulled into it as well. Now, there are numerous other scriptures that speak to the lies that people can easily attach to in times of stress or for the purpose of refusing to live God's way of life. Uh, as we said earlier, our scripture tells us that Satan is the father of lies. So that's the original source. We also are warned by Paul in Colossians 2.8, the following, where he says, Beware, lest anyone corrupt you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the traditions of man, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to to Christ. Each generation has its own ideas of reality. Well, nothing has changed. Right. <laughs> I'm amazed as to the biblical examples that go back a couple of millennia or more, and that we have the same exact thing right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, you know, Satan has a blueprint. The blueprint worked to uh, deceive uh, a third of the angels. No doubt we could, we could classify that as a mass delusion. He got them to believe something that wasn't true, something that was contrary to what God was trying to teach them. And, and it led to a destructive reaction and uh, has, has affected us as well as, as, as the demons. So he used the same. He, he, he always tries to produce uh, or get people to believe that he, he has a better way, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, uh, same, same way with governments. You know, each government tries to, to tell the next party or whatever that, that their way of doing things is, is a better way. Mm -hmm. And it's usually based on lies or false promises. I know as I've gotten older and I listen to uh, political speeches, it's kind of like, wah, 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 wah. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's the same old thing. Exactly the same rhetoric. It is. It's just, it's. And like, how people can fall for that when they hear that. Yeah. Just beyond me. You know, the, 
the one thing we know about God is his reality is unchanging and it's supported by scripture. He, he gives us examples of human beings, great human beings who, you know, faltered and found their way back. And, uh, you know, uh, and we see conflict between the Israelites and, and uh, God and, and uh, how they believed certain false beliefs. If you take the example of Rehoboam and Jeroboam, where the tribes of, of the north uh, followed Jeroboam into a completely different belief system. And he, and he, used, he used lies, he used false teachings uh, to pull them away and made promises to them and offered them things uh, that ultimately led to their destruction. And then Judah had a very similar experience where they went away from God's way of living and every culture, every society, any individual who tries to do it any other way than the way God wants us to do it, you know, is going to is going to run into problems. Uh, Jesus reminds us in Matthew 24, 24 of a time in the future when even the elect of God might be deceived. Right. This has always been a frightening passage to me because these are people who should be smart enough to and should know better and, and they get suckered into something. Well, if, if you think about it, uh, Vic, you know, we, you and I have lived in times, we've been in the church now for 40 plus years, yep. and uh, we, we've seen some of these false beliefs come into the church, and we've seen our own people be seduced in believing things that were contrary to the scripture. Mm -hmm. And these were people who people trusted in many cases. Uh, in some cases, it was people who were trying to gain power over other people to have a following for themselves mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. But it was always it was always based on stuff that wasn't true, ideas that weren't true, ideas that weren't supported by Scripture. As soon as I see somebody causing division in the church, I have all kinds of bells and whistles going off in my mind and saying, you know, th there's something not right about this. Yeah, and it's usually tied in. Not always, but a lot of times offense. And then they try to find what I call their exit theology, you know, mm -hmm. to find something to make it comfortable to leave. So they, they stick around some point that they just rally around and they won't mm -hmm. change. And it's a point that is contrary to the current teaching of the church. And then that develops into a following division and even a delusion. Mm -hmm. There was a person mm -hmm. that left us over his understanding about mm -hmm. the nature of Christ. Well, there's still still very good friends that are gone. You know, we're trying to kind of kind of rebuild relationships and friendships, but they're gone over a doctrinal point. Probably one of very few changes, but enough to form their own group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm even seeing right now. I've uh, seen recently where I've read an article and I've, I've seen where people are starting to believe that we don't have to tithe, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, tithing's been around. It didn't matter which church group you're a part of. Most of them believe in tithing, some form of it anyway. And, mm -hmm. and then to try to come in and try to disprove tithing by cleverly pulling together scriptures that talk about other things, why that would be, why that person would want to believe something like that, it's kind of hard to understand, but it's another one of those divisive things or, or maybe wanting to be that special person that has that special truth, that new truth, mm -hmm. so that people will look at them and say, wow, you're really something special. You found something that all these people through 
thousands of years of, uh, you know, and, practice and, otherwise. And you're the one. You know, yes. God, God has chosen it. They feel important and they maybe even are able to explain their point you know, very well to make to make mm -hmm. their point. Yeah. But it's destructive to the it church. It is destructive. One of the things that the United Church of God, in our particular case, since we're the same body, was founded upon was the fact that we we have set what doctrine is for the church. And we don't deviate. This is what we preach. This is what we teach. We have a process if there are new, so to speak, information that might lead mm -hmm. to a change. But it's a very, very orderly process it's actually not an easy process but in order to change something it can't be done by just somebody who received the epiphany mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so but you know you, you said that's always been a scary scripture to you but you know the the uh the interesting thing about this this scripture is it says in a sense it says they won't be deceived because they are grounded in the truth and are not easily deceived by mere miracles Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, this scripture is referring to spiritual leaders. Um, but, you know, by being grounded in the truth, by constantly proving it over and over again in your own mind, putting scripture upon scripture, being daily in prayer and being da daily in Bible study, then the information coming to you from the outside will hit the wall of truth. And God's spirit, because you're feeding God's spirit, will you know, allow you to have filters that you can filter out that sort of thing. The darts of doubt. Yeah, <laughs> the, exactly. The iron dome of truth. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. The causes of human suffering from the very beginning of man's journey on earth have been believing the lies and not believing or following God's righteous law designed to guide human behavior. Every time we we step outside those guardrails, you know, we get ourselves into trouble as, as, as a human race, whether it was the Israelites or whether it was Judah. As long as we stick to the truth, then these other ideas are not going to affect us as much. Mm -hmm. We have to not be having itchy ears when we hear something tantalizing, something new that puts us in a place of... Uh, of specialness, mm -hmm. you know, because we know something nobody else knows. So as we drift farther and farther away from God's desired plans for humanity, which at least in my lifetime, which has, you know, been 70 plus years, 75 now, you can begin to see an increase in strong delusions, more and more ideas about a variety of things uh, that are causing people to become divided and when you become divided and you're not you know it's kind of like uh, in warfare you know one of the ways to to defeat the enemy is by dividing them and attacking smaller units of them and until you're able to affect their their ability to withstand that so i think that's what we're seeing now where there was the period i mean sodom and gore was a good a good example uh, the flood was another good example. We look at prophecy today and we know that a time is coming when there's going to be tremendous pain and suffering that is going to come upon us from uh, our own inflicted ideas of, mm -hmm. uh, of weaponry and, and, and conquering and controlling uh, the resources and other human beings on earth. And it's going to get worse. And 
it's going to get so bad that if Christ didn't intervene, we would destroy ourselves as often as has often been mentioned in various places. But fortunately for us, we know the truth. We know what God's plan is. And even though we keep getting more and more into ideas that are contrary to God's way of life, we know that in the end, God's going to rescue us mm -hmm. and create a new world and a new way of life where only the truth exists. There will be no delusions. There will be no father of lies. We'll all be living according to the same guidelines and the same principles that God had designed for us and for the angels and for all of his creation. And when we're all heading in the same direction, what is possible is beyond our imagination. There's a whole universe out there for us to share with the Father and Jesus Christ. And I'm sure they have a plan for what they're going to do with us and with them that's going to last forever. And may that day come soon. I'm ready for it right now with all that's happening in the world. And in order for a person to become violent or go to war, they have to be deluded first. They have mm -hmm. to believe that's right. what, what they do. And the other person who is on the attacking side also has to believe what they do. Is this delusion that precedes mm -hmm. what happens in warfare. Yeah, well, it's like Carl Jung said, you know, the thing we had to be afraid of is the mass delusion. Yes. Which then leads to the other stuff. Right. Yeah, but it, but it, but it starts in the mind first and in the heart. And when those things are corrupted, then people do terrible things. And for us, as a lesson, perhaps as a final words, uh, Dr. Roy, we what should we be doing? We should be staying as close as we can to the Bible, our instruction book on how to make it through this world. And a way it becomes our filtering of lies and delusions and misinformation. And we need to practice what God has designed for us, which is to love him, to love his son, to love one another, and to set the right example for the world, because the world is becoming a darker and darker places. And we become beacons of light for other people to, to see that there is a way, there is a character, there is a type of personality, there is a way to see the world and a way to live that will lead to eternal mm -hmm. life. Well, that's one thing that certainly is our responsibility. Christianity has been estimated that there have been 42,000 different groups, split-offs, everything, since the time of Christ. 42,000 differentiating groups. That's a lot. That is. And there, there is someone who has orchestrated that, who has exacerbated it. It's not a matter of misunderstanding. It's a matter of wanting to have your way be the dominant way. And we have to realize that the very elect are the ones who can have an iron dome to resist these doubts and all, and, and not be afraid of being deceived, mm -hmm. but moving forward with the principles, the simple principles you have, understanding that your word is truth and that we need to be following very clear understandings of scriptures. Um, yeah, you, you will never go wrong by engrossing your mind in the, in the Bible. The more you read it, the more God reveals to you about it, the more he will allow you to, to change and you will have that armor that he talks about that will prevent those fiery darts from, from reaching your heart and your mind. Right, the Ephesians, mm -hmm. <laughs> the armor of God. Mm -hmm. 
So anything else you would like to conclude with? No, I just uh, I just hope, uh, you know, people will be very careful what they, they tune their, their minds to, that they make sure they uh, check things out very closely and, and not find themselves pulled into things that cause division or hurt or harm to others. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we stay close to the Word of God, then we will not be deluded uh, by false beliefs and lies. Well, thank you, Dr. Roy Pouch. We really appreciated your coming and talking to us. We appreciate talking to you from time to time because you bring another dimension from another discipline from the world of mental health, which is very important for spiritual health as well. So thank you for being on the Cubic Report and taking this time coming here. Thank you, Vic. Look forward to talking to you again. Okay, thank you. We thank you, our listeners, for joining us here today for the Cubic Report. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please share it and tell your friends about it. We can be found on a variety of platforms, including Podbean, which includes information about this podcast, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Pocketcaster, and other podcasting platforms. You can easily find us on any browser address bar by simply typing in the words, The Cubic Report, and there we are. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your impressions and suggestions. So write to us at vcubic at gmail.com, v-k-u-b-i-k at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. Come back soon for more.